to drive for a good company making good money. Crane Transport has a great reputation for service. So drivers, if you're looking for a company that will consider you family, I recommend Crane Transport. Check out their website, cranetransport slash inc.com or give them a call 770-532-0057. You can call and talk with Will Rogers, the safety and compliance trainer. He wants to hear from you and answer any questions you might have. And he will also pray for you. He wants to be a help to you drivers out there on the road. So friends, check out cranetransport.inc.com and then call Will Rogers, 770-532-0057, extension 3281. You'll be glad you did. my life. Hey friends, this is Chaplain Gary Rayburn and we are on the road again. We're down here in Cumming, Georgia and man I'm sitting here with Pastor Mark Smith and we are going to have a great time. We're going to share some stories with you that uh, about our lives and who knows it may be something that hits you. So buckle up, hang on and enjoy the ride on the road. Life on the road 
saying goodbye If I could have one wish It would be To turn back the hands of time So I could erase the pain I've caused From your mind If only I could make This dream come true If I could have it my way It would be me and you on the road Life on the road Is a lonely, lonely song you sing, it'll always make you cry, the love that we have known is a lonely life alone, oh it seems like all we're ever doing is saying goodbye, oh it seems like all we're ever doing is saying goodbye. This is Pastor Mark Smith. He is the pastor of Abundant Life Church right here in Cumming, Georgia. And he's probably been a pastor all of his life, haven't you, Pastor? Well, not really, Gary. Let me jump up in the cab with you and, and hopefully straighten some of this stuff out. No, it's, uh, man, what a, what a blessing it is to just be here with you, Gary. Just thank God for what he's done through your life. Uh, when I heard you CD and... Uh, man, through through Mike Wiley, I said, you know, some way we got to connect uh, with this ministry because, man, you're touching people right where they are, right in the cab, and that's what excites me is, you know, uh, you said I've been a pastor my whole life. Well, I haven't been, Gary. <laughs> I knew that. Uh, and, I knew that, Pastor. I, and so I was I, leading you into Yeah, I know, I know you were. I know you were. But, uh, you know, I, I one thing I do think, I was brought up in, in a good home with a praying mom and daddy. And, uh, you know, when I got out there in the world, I got out there a lot longer than I should have and went down a road a lot longer than I should have. But, you know, God's hand was always on me, Gary. You know, I talked to the church. I didn't go. I was what you call a late bloomer. I didn't go into ministry until I was 40. Drove for UPS. I delivered those brown boxes and um, was in my own world, pursuing my own thing and living my own life. And, uh, and then just got a hold of the devil's hand and started experiencing things that I thought was going to fulfill me on things I thought I missed out as a kid. During that time of that path of that journey, I was married, had a, had a son, and um, was getting ready to lose it all, Gary. I was getting ready to lose my marriage, getting ready to lose being a father to my son, and I knew enough to turn back to the one that I knew. I didn't fit well with religion. I didn't know really, you know, going back where we were going. I went to mom and dad's church and we, you know, got out for a long time. So I found this one church and went on a Sunday night, Gary. Mm. And uh, me and my wife walked in. Uh, uh, my brother-in-law played football with the Washington Redskins. And I went up there with a bunch of boys and uh, didn't take my wife. And I was coming home on that plane ride. I don't know if it was the Lord or if it's me or whatever it was, but I felt like, uh, and I was in that plane ride, I need to get my life together or I'm going to lose everything that I got. And money wasn't what I was concerned about. It was my, it was my boy and my wife. And yeah. so we got home, just to make a long story short, I got home and told my wife we got to find a church. And um, she thought I was crazy. <laughs> uh, you know, no, she knew what I'd been doing and had been doing. And, um, uh, it was on the weekend, and, and so we didn't get up and go to church Sunday morning, but we found a church on Sunday night. Back then, they had church on Sunday night, back yeah. in that day. And I walked in. That night, I asked Jesus Christ into my heart. Wow. I knew about him, Gary. Yes. And I had a good praying mom and daddy, but I didn't know him. But God never had stopped pursuing me, Gary. And I was working at UPS, and uh, we went back to that church, and so... Um, you know, just just jumped in and um, 
with alcohol and the stuff that I was involved in. I think I heard you talk about today about that one-step program. Yes. You know, it may not work with everybody, but it worked with me. Yeah, yeah. That's and, right. And, um, you know, and I kept stepping into that church, though. And I kept stepping into people's lives that were living a uh, life that I wanted to live. I got around men that were being a husband and being a father. And I, I was just, I was there bugging them all the time. <laughs> you know, if they was there, I wanted to be around them. And, and uh, you know, just fell in love with Jesus, brother. And really, Bob, be honest with you, I just fell in love with him. Amen. And uh, the pastor there was just a good man and things were happening and, we're rocking along, and he told me one time, he said, Mark, you're going to deliver brown boxes the rest of your life, or are you going to do what God's called you to do? Oh, wow. And uh, I said, well, I think I am. And uh, he said, you know, I think, you know, you got to call to deliver the word of God. And he opened up and let me start teaching a Sunday school class. You know, I tell you, I, I, every day that UPS truck, you guys know, I mean, uh, I used to go eat with the drivers, and then I just needed to get away. I wasn't saying I turned my back on them, but... I'd pull my little truck over and I'd open up the back and I'd open up that Bible and I would allow the Holy Spirit to begin to teach me the Word of God. And I would spend time just finding out who my Savior was, finding out the Word that was real to me. And, and then I'd go and I'd teach that Sunday school class on Sunday. And uh, we're supposed to be using a certain curriculum and I couldn't follow that curriculum. I do the curriculum, the Holy Ghost that I'd been that week, and, and I was doing life with just people that my age that went down the sim similar journey that I was in. Our class was, was you know, made up of some different folks. But anyway, kind of speed the story up. That's, that's where I began to know the Holy Spirit, it's where I began to know the Word of God. And uh, I, I know what you're saying because I, I taught a Sunday school class when I first you. got saved, uh -huh. and, and I thought, I'm no teacher. Right. But it was a setup. Yeah. God set us up. You come know on, that. Come on, come on. That's it. <laughs> he trick. set us up. We wasn't teaching. We was learning. Yes, sir. Because yes, I had to study that lesson so all week long just right. so I could teach, right. if you will, right. that forty-minute right. class right. on Sunday. Right. And you was doing the I'd same, same thing. thing. I knew there was some good it things was a setup. about you. God I, set us up. <laughs> yeah, you. Uh, I knew there was connection with you, man. We <laughs> yeah. got a similar journey there, brother. Oh boy. Uh, but you know, you do go in there, and I, I teach that class like there's 5,000 people in there. You bet. You bet. You know, there's a handful in there. That's right. But man, it just, uh, it was alive in us. Couldn't wait to get there. No, sir. No, sir. And I was still working through some stuff, you know, just how this thing looked in my everyday life. You know, you go back around the drivers like I did. Oh, yeah. But I didn't want to come in there with holier and thou. <laughs> you know, I got something that you ain't got. Right. You know, I still wanted to do life with them, but I couldn't do what I used to do with them. The more and more I got in that class, the more and more I began to find my identity. Mm -hmm. I didn't know who I was, Gary, for a long time. And, you know, I was 40 years old before I really began to find out who he said I was. That's right. So we got in that class and just, you know, like you did, man, I, I, uh, God took me some places in that back of that truck. And then I poured out in that class. Mm -hmm. And I uh, so thought I was pretty good right there. I'm working at UPS <laughs> teaching that class and all is good. And, uh, but I felt like there was more to life yeah. than where I was experiencing. And I, I remember um, I wanted God to call me. I had other men coming up telling me stuff, but I wanted God to call me. Because if he called me, then no matter what, God, you the one that did this. I didn't go kicking the door down, wanting to go into ministry. Now, you call me Pastor Mark, and people do, but I, I'm, I'm Mark. <laughs> Just saved by, saved by grace. But I... I remember saying, God, I'll do anything you want me to do. I remember talking to him one time, but I don't want to preach. Yeah. You know, I was going to do that little class, and I had UPS. And, but he got a hold of me. And, um, and I remember one time I, I pulled over, and, and it was up a little old church off of Dawsonville Highway. I was in the truck. Went, there wasn't anybody there. Pulled around the back parking lot and uh, opened up my word. And I said, speak, Lord, for your servant listens. Wow. And... Uh, <laughs> And he took me to 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 4. And basically, if you read that, that's where, that's where you know, I got my calling. And he, he confirmed it. And so I went and told my wife, I said, honey, I said, I've heard from God. And uh, here's the thing. Uh, I'm not going to be able to straddle the fence. With me, it's going to be all or nothing, Gary. Because yep. um, I knew if it got hard, I could step back to UPS. So... I went and resigned from UPS. Oh, wow. Never, no seminary, no nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't advise that to everybody today, but 
But I, you know, it was just what I felt, dear. You got to know God's calling you to do oh, something yes, like sir. that. Oh yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. You got to. Yeah, be. I had a had wife and a kid, and yeah. um, wow. And so uh, I said, I'm gonna reach people just like me. I told my wife's Laquita. I said, Laquita, I'm gonna meet people just like me, and we're gonna keep it real. And uh, I'm trusting God. And my mom and dad thought I was crazy, yep. you know, insurance and, you know, retirement, good job, been there 15 years. And, uh, but anyway, man, I, I, uh, I've, I've been a risk taker, but really that's not a risk because I heard from God. Yes. But I knew the journey wasn't going to be easy. I was old enough to realize, you know, then I was, I was 40 years old that, you know, it's all or nothing for me. And, and uh, so we birthed this little church in a warehouse. Been here 19 years now, Gary. Wow. Um, seen God do a lot of great things and the joy in my life now is doing something like this with you Gary the people just doing real life yeah that's going out there and you know what I ain't perfect and you ain't perfect but the perfect one lives in us and um, and that word has continued to transform me I'm learning from you today but there's drivers out there that's probably been like where I was I mean you growed up probably didn't Good home, had a good praying mama and daddy, your granny or somebody was praying for you. Somebody was praying for you, Gary. Yes, sir. And uh, God honored that prayer. And, but it had to come to a place in my life where I said, God, I, I want to know you. I want to know you. I know about you, but I want to know you. And uh, when, when, when I went after him, uh, he revealed himself in a way to me that has has marked me branded me tattooed me whatever you want to call it mm -hmm. i've craved it and i still crave it and wow. um so you know that's that's a long story short uh <laughs> but then he allows us to cross paths as we journey on this thing like on a road you make a delivery you get back in your cab and you go do life and you stop and make a delivery but along the way you meet people right and there's sometimes you meet people that may be just for a season and there's somebody that you meet that's what I call a kingdom connection. <laughs> and I feel like right now that when we met, it was a kingdom connection, Gary. I mean, you're talking about teaching Sunday school. I didn't know you did that. Yeah, I agree. It's, you know, it was a setup. I, it was I call a them setup. setups. Well, I can <laughs> set up and, but it sharpens me, dude. You know, every time I'm around you, jumping up in this cab like with these men that are on the other side. Yeah. Some of you at the same place I was, you think, man, I did too, too, too long stayed in it i mean i was 40 years old i was on the back side of a desert i know what that feels like and some of you been in it and left and come back but what's constant is he's always there jesus has never turned his back on me that's right yep. has never turned his back on me and i need him as much today gear as i did when i cried out mm -hmm. to him uh when i went that sunday night service amen. I, amen i've never learned to do it without him it can't be done without him. No, sir. we can tr we can really try and mess it up real big time, mm. but uh, without Jesus Christ, there's there's no hope, mm. no hope. Mm. But boy, I'll tell you, when you turn your life over to Him and let Him be your pilot instead of your co-pilot, yeah, that's when your life really turns around and changes, and you start running roads like you've never run before, and God takes you places you've never thought you could ever possibly go but uh god is so awesome and mm. he has brought us all down here together to work together for these drivers out here that we're riding along with right now they are just like we used to be mm. a lot of them mm. and there's hope for them hey moses was 80 years old when god called him so <laughs> ain't too old yet guys <laughs> that's the truth <laughs> That's the truth. God has a purpose and God has a plan for each and every one of us. And he wants to take us farther than we could ever dream. Yeah, you know, I think he, it's what's amazing about God. He's a, he's a holy God and a perfect God. And he uses people to introduce him to other people. Amen. That's, that's humbling. It you is. know, he'll use somebody like us to crawl up in the cab and talk to somebody about him. And, uh, you know, letting us be his mouthpiece, letting us share a story. And he'll take our testimony. Yes. You know, there was a trial. He'll take a story of our past and turn along there to help somebody else. Because that's what helped me is when I hear something and I'd write it, just bring a little hope in me. It stir up hope in me. It stir up, you know, passion in me. And I just thought, man, there's got to be more to life than what I was experiencing and, you know, when you, when you get with someone 
And it's just like, you know what, you let down the guard, you let down the relig religion and say, you know what, I'm, I'm going to open up my heart to that person's testimony. Then God just begins to speak to you. And then, then you get opportunity to bring that hope to somebody else. And that's, that's one of the greatest joy is somehow I'm hoping through this. And in the cab, we're sitting with somebody right now. And they'd say, my brother, you don't know what's going on in my home. You don't know the hell that's going on. My wife's about ready to leave me and my kids are sideways about stuff and I'm out here on the road a long ways from them. But I tell you, uh, man, there's no distance in prayer and you're one decision away from a totally different life. Amen. And that's I so think true. it's just getting there and uh, get, just say, Jesus, help me. That's Lord, help that's me. That's it. That's it. Lord, Crying out me. to mm -hmm. Jesus is mm -hmm. the answer for whoever is it that Pastor Mark just nailed you mm. <laughs> with that te testimony about your life. Mm. You just got nailed. Well, crying out to Jesus is the only way that, only hope that you have. But God is in the saving business and he can pick you up right out of that mire clay that you're in and put your feet upon the rock and establish your going. And God wants to do this for each and every one of us if we just cry out to him. Yeah. Uh, Mark, I'll tell you what we need right now. We need a good song uh, for the listeners out there. What would you like to hear right now? Well, hey, man, I got something good for them. Oh, brother. really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, tell me about it. Well, it's uh, here at the church, at Bundle Life Church. Um, we've got real people yeah. who's encountered a real God and desires to live a real difference-making life. Amen. And um, so I got with my team, and we're just, uh, we're, this is a little uh, warehouse church, mm. you know, but we believe that you need to let the size of your congregation determine the size of your dream, or you can let the size of your God determine the size of your dream. Oh, I like that. That's good right. stuff. <laughs> so we started dreaming and said, you know, we, we believe we got something to, to sing. Well, now, I don't sing, Gary. I don't, yeah. I don't know if you heard me sing before. I've heard you. No, no, I'm just kidding. You can write good, but no, I'm just kidding. But anyway, we got together, and I, I challenged my worship team. I said, come on, let's, let's write a song for the house, mm -hmm. and uh, let's make us a CD and, and see what God uh, can do with it. But anyway, first song was, uh, came out, Tanya Loggins wrote Nothing Compares. And you know, man, there's nothing that compares to Jesus. Amen, amen. And uh, so she... She wrote this song, and these are all our guys. These are not professional musicians, but they love Jesus and can uh, can really pick a guitar and, and, and dribble a drum. I don't know if that's right, dribble a drum, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> well, I know what you're saying, man, and I do know this. Uh, the first time I ever came here, your praise team blew me away. Hey, right now, you know what? Nothing compares to Tanya Loggins. Let's go with it. <laughs> here we go.
enjoying this ride you're having with these drivers out here in the cab. Oh, I, we are, and I'm excited that uh, uh, be jumping up here with you, Gary. <laughs> you know, I get to I get to hear you on the CDs, but sitting up here in the cab with you, man, it brings it really to life. What makes it good is <laughs> is we don't have to drive. We got oh, these professional drivers to ride along with. They are, and I, you know, I think they'll really enjoy uh, this song by our worship team here. Uh, uh, you know, you look at you look at a songwriter, and you're a songwriter, hmm. and uh, you can write lyrics that entertain, or you can write lyrics from the heart that's going to speak to somebody else's heart. And I love that um, this next song that Jennifer Carter wrote, that there is a well. And I don't know if you've ever been out there, but there's a well that'll never run dry. Amen. You know, a lot of other things Amen. that'll run dry, but there's a well that'll never run dry. And, and I hope you guys will... Uh, just uh, turn this song up. It's got a good beat, a good sound to it, and uh, make you just be be blessed by listening to this song by Jennifer Carter. We're fixing to pour a little living water on y'all right now. This is off the CD, Nothing Compares, by Abundant Life Church. And let me tell you, folks, nothing compares to the Abundant Life Church. They have an awesome praise team. Listen to this song here, There Is a Well.
It's been a great day today riding in the cab with the drivers out there. What we need to do right now is we need to bless them with one more song by the Abundant Life Church. Have you got one more song that we can play for them? Yeah, I think it'll be a good one to finish this ride up on. I think one you can roll down the windows and maybe stick your elbow out and let the wind blow on you. And, and this song by Jennifer Carter called You Paid the Way. And he did pay the way for us, didn't he? He paid the way. For each and every one of us drivers, he paid the way for you. Listen to this song by Abundant Life Church. You're going to be blessed.
let me just, uh, I guess let me just jump back up here in the cab with you. And, you know, you're going around and you hear the stories that a lot of these men are saying. And, you know, the thing that I feel like that uh, is coming out is purpose. Sometimes you ride behind that truck and you think, man, have I got a purpose in life? Uh, you know, you look and you, you're making a living and, you know, you may have kids at home and a wife at home. And, but, you know, the thing that's going to fill you is finding out, man, why are you on this earth? You know, what has God put me on this earth for? And I think that, you know, sometimes we go chasing a lot of things and all of us sit here today and talked about what we chase in the world. And I guess it took me 40 years to realize that it wasn't going to fill it. And I, I hope that somebody don't have to go down the road as long as that we did chasing the things of the world. Because, you know, we all can sit there and tell you yeah, that next day comes and you're still empty. And I look at my life and, and hearing these men's life, and I think it's a great joy to, to see what God can do with people when they come to that intersection of life. They can go left or they can go right or they can just keep doing the same thing they've always done. You know, you're going, you know all, we all know that, and you're going to get the same results. But I think you come to a crossroad in life, and wherever that is, whether it's in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, you know, my, my regret, I... I didn't make the change earlier when I should have, but I did make it. And I think all you men out there coming to crossroads at different times of your life where something bad may happen, you may have lost a job, there may have been a sickness, they may have broke up in a marriage, it may be, you know, something happened. And, and you know, you got two responses. You can get angry and get mad and, and, and get mad at yourself and get mad at other people. Or you come to that crossroads and realize that I can't fix this thing. I mean, there's things in life that only can be fixed in your heart, and that's what Jesus does. He's the great physician. And uh, I look at my life and thank God that uh, when he created me in my mother's womb, he had a plan for my life. And he's got a plan for all of our lives. And I wanted to find out what that plan was, but I found something out without him being involved in it. I didn't, I didn't make the turn, but when I really made the turn and I made the decision, you know what, God, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of doing it my way. I'm tired of being in control of my own life. I'm, I'm tired of trying to live up to somebody else's, you know, identity of who they think I am. And uh, money couldn't fill it. Drugs couldn't fill it. Alcohol couldn't fill it. Women couldn't fill it. Uh, no matter how far you drive, you couldn't run away from it. <laughs> you come back to that crossroad. And it's at that place where I said, you know what, God, I'm at the end. And I think some of you guys will get to that place and don't be thinking, you know, like I did. Well, like, God, I've, you know, I've made a mess of my life for so long. I heard a man told me one time, and it was sad. He said, Mark, I've made a mess of my life so long, I think I'm just going to go the rest of the way that I've been going. Mm -hmm. And it was a life from the pits of hell yeah. that you're never too far gone. You know, and I think you men out there that, uh, you know, you've listened to different stories and you've heard, you know, I'm certain that you've listened to Gary's CDs and different testimonies and, and you probably find yourself deep down in your heart. Can I get to that place where I'm going to trust him with everything that I've got? And I think that's what he's looking for is you get to that place where you said, you know, I'm going to trust you with my life. And, man, it's so easy to do. We made, Churches made it hard. They think you got to put a coat and tie on and come to church and act like you got it all together and maybe they'll let you in. But God will meet you right where you are right now in the cab of your truck. Amen. You don't have to have a coat tie on. You ain't got to comb your hair. You ain't even got to shave. He's looking at your heart. And I pray that you'll just, you know what, maybe you're just cruising down there and you don't even have to close your eyes. I don't know where we got that. You can pray this prayer with your eyes wide open. Just look up to heaven. And it's a simple prayer to pray. You just say, dear Jesus, I've been having control of my life like I got control of this will. But I'm at a point where I don't want to turn the blinker on, on my own way. But I'm asking you, Lord, I'm turning my heart over to you. And I'm turning from one direction. And I'm turning toward you. And I'm going to follow you all the days of my life. And I ask you, Jesus Christ, to come into my heart and save me. Be my Lord and be my Savior. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. And that moment, that moment, you just made a turn. You made a turn. Now all you do 
is let God just take the wheel and you just let God take you where he wants to take you. And I'll tell you what, somewhere down the road, Gary, I believe somebody on this, on this line right now, they're going to give a testimony. They're going to call you. Take the time to call somebody. I tell people all the time, now I'm a pastor. I'm going to preach to you just a minute. You know, when God does something in your life, tell somebody. Call your wife. Call granny. Call mama. Call that buddy just like Michael and, you know, all of us. Call, call somebody. In fact, call. Call Gary right now. Call him up and say, you know what? I just made that decision, and I need to tell somebody because there's something powerful when you speak it to your lips, what God's done in your heart. I just encourage you to do that. Amen. Praise the Lord, Pastor Mark. And if they want to call me, my phone number is 618-383-2107. And we would love to hear from you, and we want to help you. So give us a call as you listen to this song right here. His voice is so powerful, so full of majesty. His voice is so powerful, so full of majesty. How great are His signs, His mighty voice thunders. How great are His signs, how mighty are His wonders. How great are His signs He shows in me. I stand here in awe, I lift up my eyes. Lord, I hear Your voice, my whole heart cries. Your Holy Spirit power flows into me. Your signs and wonders, I pray all will see. His voice is so powerful, so full of majesty. His voice is so powerful, so full of majesty. How great are His signs, His mighty voice thunders. How great are His signs, how mighty are His wonders. How great are His signs, He shows to me. From on my knees, hands lifted high, I surrender, Lord, I surrender my life. I give You my heart, You pay for my soul. I feel Your presence, Jesus, make me whole. His voice is so powerful, so full of majesty. His voice is so powerful, so full of majesty. mighty voice thunders how great are his signs how mighty are his wonders how great are his signs he's shown to me The sign of my life By grace am I saved By your stripes I am healed By your Holy Spirit promise I have been sealed His voice is so powerful So full of majesty His voice is so powerful majesty how great are his signs his mighty voice thunders how great are his signs 
How mighty are His wonders, how great are His signs, He's shown to Friends, if you prayed and asked Jesus Christ into your heart, then we want you to give us a call. Our phone number is 618-383-2107, and we're going to end today's program like we end most of our programs. That's with my testimony in song that I wrote with the help of my songwriting partner, Tom Caldwell. And now we've got a new songwriting partner, Dennis McKay, and he has helped us with this song and brought it up to a new level. Here's Dennis McKay with at the foot of the tree. At the crossroads of life Lost without hope Eighteen wheels of lonesome At the end of the road In my hand was a track had read his words still echoing in the back of my head I felt so ashamed when I thought of my past then I called his name this chance would it be my last then I saw Jesus on that tree I lifted up my heart from down on my knees today I met Jesus at the foot of the cross broken hearted and lonesome so long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery at the foot of the tree Road, and I shared the good news wherever I go. Yes, there's been a change. I'm not the man I used to be. And I tell everybody what's happened to me. How oh, I felt so ashamed when I thought of my past. But I called his name this chance could it be my last then I saw Jesus hanging on that tree and I lifted up my heart from down on my knees today I met Jesus at the foot of the cross broken hearted and lonesome so long I've been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree Then I saw Jesus Hanging on that tree I lifted up my heart From down on my knees Today I met Jesus At the foot of the cross Broken hearted and lonesome So long I'd been lost I left a lifetime of misery At the foot of the tree